0: You're listening to Inside Out. Inside Out with Tim Gilligan is a podcast providing weekly biblical insight to encourage you on your walk with God. What you do day by day takes you to your future. And most of the time, the greatest fruit in your life is cultivated through the small spiritual disciplines you exercise on a consistent basis. This podcast is meant to help you live a life that is happy, stable, fruitful, and blessed. And now, let's get ready for Pastor Tim enjoy today's episode.
1: Hello and welcome back to Inside Out.
0: And we are uh,
1: in another episode here talking about prayer. And in the last episode, let me just remind you, we've been talking about the Holy Spirit and uh, all under the banner of Holy Help. And I'm uh, moving toward here. I want to be able to help us understand uh, one of the great benefits, blessings, and mysteries. Uh, it's really a spiritual and supernatural thing, and that's how the Holy Spirit helps us in prayer. And I really feel that I need to lay some groundwork, some foundation here regarding prayer in general, uh, because what we want and what we we need is the Holy Spirit to help us in prayer. So that being said, let's let's look at how prayer works, how we're to be involved in prayer, And then I think we'll arrive at a really good place to help us understand how the Holy Spirit helps us in prayer. So in the last episode, if you'll recall, we talked about, first of all, you need to pray. And uh, that's you, pray. Don't let, don't just have others pray. Don't just, you know, fill out a prayer request card. That's all good. And that is powerful. But you need to pray. And the best way to learn to pray is to pray. Secondly, you need to pray for your requests and your petitions, your needs in your life. And uh, we talked about those pretty thoroughly in the, in the last episode. And so pray for uh, petitions and requests. And then I want to expand on that. Pray, uh, make sure you're prayed for. Prayed for. What do I mean? I mean, make sure that you have someone in your life that's praying for you. Do you know of anybody that's praying for you? Do you have a, a good friend or friends or a small group or or somebody that's praying for you, their prayer lines. I uh, listened to a Christian radio station on the way into the office this morning too. And you know, the, uh, Hey, call or text into our prayer line. There's another radio station I was listening to on the way to the gym early yesterday morning. And the, and the DJ was actually having a, a an active time of prayer. It was cold, it was dark, and he was praying for people that had called or, or messaged in, you know, their needs, calling them by name. And, and I, you know, there's the part of us that, wow, just somebody knows my need and somebody knows my name and so forth. But beyond that, that somebody is praying for you. And I found myself joining in the prayer uh, for those people, adding my faith, um, you know, God help that guy with this and that lady with this and that family with that. Um, but I think you need to have people that you're really aware of are in your life that are praying for you. Um, my grandma Gilligan, um, and she is in heaven now, but there are numerous pastors in our family and, uh, there's a real godly heritage in our family. Oh, golly, not a perfect family. um, But we can see that the grandma prayed for us. I used to, uh, when I was a little, little boy, and my parents were not serving the Lord at that time. And I remember getting letters or cards from Grandma Gilligan. We were in Florida. She was in Ohio. And it would be addressed to Master Timmy Gilligan. Well, that made me feel pretty special just to start with Master Timmy Gilligan. And then she would greet me and maybe send a dollar um, or things like that. And, um, you know, I'm hoping school is going well for you or this or that. And then she always would say, and I want you to know that I am praying for you. And in time, I found out daily she was lifting my name, my face to the Lord, praying for me. And uh, in the family, you know, there have been numerous, like I said, uh, people serving the Lord in full-time ministry, and then a whole lot of people within the whole family that have a heart for God, which is the main thing. So make sure that you have someone in your life that is praying for you. I went to a conference uh, a couple of years ago, and um, they had a prayer team that once you got registered for that conference, they had a prayer team that would be praying for you. Um, and then they had a card for you. And, the, and so... This husband and wife part of the prayer team hunted me down. Had a card with my name on it. Said we've been praying for you for three weeks, and um, this is something the Lord put on our heart for you. And I, I'm right there. I went into tears. You know, so you've got to have people praying for you. I have, I have uh, good friends that are like brothers that we've committed to pray for one another. There are people, in, in, you know, in your church or wherever. But here's my question: Who is praying for you? You need to be prayed for. Who's praying for you? Um, You might need to recruit some folks. You might need to tap a friend that you've got this good friendship with, and they're a believer, and you've not really crossed this line here, but cross it and say, hey, you know what? I will commit to be praying for you. Will you pray for me? You know, will you pray for me just daily in general? And then as a need comes up, I let you know, would you pray for me? Um, I think it's vital that you do that, and um, you need to be a part of a church, a small group, or whatever, where you have access to, you know, some people that that would be praying for you. In Exodus uh, eighteen verse nineteen, it says, "Listen now to my voice; I will give you counsel." And God be with you. Stand before God for the people, so that you may bring the difficulties to God. Acts 6, 4 says, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the word. And so, you know, prayer, it's just just vital that we're praying for one another. It should be a a part of what happens at your church. In the church services, we always take time to pray for. uh, We have prayer teams uh, that after every service are available for people to be prayed for. And then as you... um, you know, ask people, would you take me on as a prayer assignment? You know, maybe you've got a diagnosis or family situation or whatever it would be. Um, Maybe recruit a few people to take that on as a prayer assignment um, so that you are in fact prayed for. Also, I think it's important to be prayed with, prayed with. In Matthew eighteen nineteen it says again I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. And that is active, up close personal prayer. In James chapter five it also talks about praying for one another, and it's just vital that you pray with. Um, and so I think to kind of help prime the pump too not only having people pray for you, but you pray for people, but pray with people. I know that, um, there are times the Holy Spirit will just kind of catch me, so to speak, where somebody will share a need with me. Hey, well, I'll be praying for you and then start to walk away. And I've had the Holy Spirit say, whoa, 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 back up and pray with them. Now I'm not talking about making a scene in the middle of the grocery store, but there are ways to be discreet. Um, you know, it looks like you're just talking with someone, but, you know, I like to make contact with them. Put your hand on their arm or on their shoulder or whatever. And if, you know, if others concerned about that, big deal. Uh, you know, I'm I'm trying to pray for my friend. Just don't be weird about it. Don't make a show about it. Don't embarrass them or make them uncomfortable. But um, pray with people as well. And then pray free. Rid yourself of hindrances to prayer. You know, rid yourself, first of all, of distractions. Um, I think, you know, prayer doesn't have to be so long and protracted. Uh, there should be times where we take our time and pray and pray out numerous things that we're, we're praying for at large and, and uh, you know, off of a prayer list. And then there's times where we're praying, you know, before you go to sleep or, uh, you know, your devotional time in the morning, take time to pray. It would be good that you have some uncluttered, undistracted prayer time. Pray free, rid yourself of the distractions and hindrances in that way. And then free yourself. Scripture is, is big on this, that we free ourselves from wrath and from doubting and from fear and strife and unforgiveness. Let's start with unforgiveness. Bible says, you know you stand pray and you realize you've got ought against your brother, you should go and make that right you need, you know, and you need to forgive. And if there's strife or there's fear, I mean handle those things in prayer, but don't let those things block you in prayer. Um, free from wrath, free uh, from doubting. In first Timothy chapter 2 verse 8 it says I desire therefore that the men pray everywhere, get this, lifting up holy hands, without wrath and without doubting. So this is one New Testament prayer posture that you pray, lifting up holy hands without wrath and without doubting. So you're praying and you're getting rid of wrath and you're praying and you're getting rid of doubting and your hands are lifted up. Well, years ago I heard a a pastor and and sometimes I illustrate this with with our church. You know, you raise one hand you're praying, lifting one hand free from wrath, and you're praying, lifting the other hand free from doubting. And what that is, that's an internal decision that um hey, I'm I'm mad, but I'm I'm not going to let that block me from praying. Cuz sometimes when you're upset, doubting, fearful, strife, whatever, uh you don't you're not in the mood to pray. And you know what you need to do? You need to push it aside, let it go. And free yourself so that you can pray. And then lastly today, pray strong. Pray strong. I didn't say pray long. Pray strong. Listen to this in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Come boldly. And really what this is, is prayer coming before the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Then in James chapter five, verse 16, in the Amplified Bible, it says the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Uh, Other translations say it's the effectual, fervent prayer. It has some heat to it. And uh, you need to pray strong. I believe that you put something into prayer it stirs you it stirs your faith it 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 captivates your attention and your focus so that you can put your heart your passion your faith everything into that prayer so listen friends pray strong especially when you're praying about healing or uh, blocking the works of darkness and the plans of the enemy and you're praying for somebody that's in a tough spot pray bold. Now God doesn't hear us because we're loud, but the Bible is very clear that as you put something into it, God's going to put something into it. So I want to encourage you, pray strong. And when I've had people pray for me, or when I've had pre- people, you know, just be overboard about it too. And they're, you know, about to hurt you the way they're praying for you. But, um, I'll tell you what, I'd rather have somebody pray some, a bold prayer, a strong prayer, rather than some mealy mouth, you know, weak prayer, um, it stirs something within us. So when you pray, pray strong, maybe you've been praying, Lord, please help me with this and with this. And you know what? Change gears, change lanes, pray bold, pray strong. Um, it's evidence of confidence, confidence in God's promises, confidence in God's spirit, confidence in God's angels confidence in the mighty name of Jesus. And I'll tell you what, just pray strong. And you know what? There's desperation also where you pray strong. David repeatedly in the Psalms, he cried out to the Lord. He prayed strong prayers because he was in a tough, tough spot. Well, I hope this will stir you up. And uh, here's the big thing. Pray. As I said before, the biggest problem with praying is we don't you do not have because you do not ask. So let's make sure that we pray. Ask God. He's, His ears are open. His heart is open. He's ready to help you and bless you, which means helped by God. Well, I hope you have a great week. I pray you do. And uh, until next time, God bless you, and we'll see you next time on Inside Out.
0: Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Inside Out. If this content has been helpful to you, it would mean a lot if you'd leave a review or share this with others on social media. For more teachings and resources, you can visit Meadowbrook Church online at mbcocala.com. And if you have any questions for the podcast, you can send an email to podcast at mbcocala.org. That's all for today. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Out with Tim Gilligan.